Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. And now, you, and now you guys talk. <laughs> hi, hi, hello. Hi. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode of, uh, of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. Uh, David Bell is not here. What? So well, we he's have... here. He just won't talk. Yeah, he's really. He which is to weird. Speak. He's he's engrossed in Jose Canseco's autobiography. <laughs> just can't handle it. Just banging out Ritalin and going through Jose's juiced. Makes it's sense. A, it's a presence, like it's a, like like a haunting. Like you walk into a room that has that book in it, and you just feel it weighing down on your soul. Uh, you don't want to read that book. <laughs> Juice that book. A lot, a lot of history. <laughs> that book that reads book. your back. Yeah. It does. <laughs> Juiced based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we love a. I think Jose Canseco should be like the new war horse. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think he might be war horse. Um, <laughs> So uh, instead of Dave, I've got Adam Todd Brown whoop. and Jeff May. Hey, so you probably you guys probably already recognize those voices. It's a me. Um, <laughs> it's a me. It's a me. A Jeff. Jose Canseco. <laughs> it's a me. Jose Canseco. I'm a super um, now. Uh, Jeff, it's yeah. the holidays. It sure and, is. Uh, you brought a holiday movie. You know me. You know, daddy likes him some holiday movies. Uh, but you know, a lot of the ones that I tend to go to bat for are generally considered great classic movies. I go for gremlins. I go for your home alones, Rocky uh, Four, Christmas vacations, Rocky four, uh, all great Christmas films. Um, but I have a few that I love that are just utter dog shit. <laughs> is just friends considered a bad movie? I don't think, it I don't, is. I don't think it is. Better I, not ju- be. Just friends is considered a good movie. I believe I would hope I didn't. I didn't realize Just Friends was considered a Christmas movie. Oh, That's yeah. probably because I haven't seen it. Oh, what? It's, what? it's great. What? Anna Ferris is so amazing in that movie. Everyone is. It's great. Yeah, it's really good. Hello, Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but that's not the movie we're talking about no 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 no. i uh so i proposed an impossible episode and we had to cut it in half um because i wanted to bring (laughs) the full vince vaughn double feature and then you're like we can't fucking do that in one episode there's no we don't have enough time so i had to choose between my babies (laughs) i had to choose my darlings i had to choose between fred claus and four christmases and i have to go four christmases i think you chose right there's no wrong answer to this one. Fred Claus would be the wrong answer. No, no, it's a terrible movie that I love. <laughs> True. You see. So it, I don't know so if you've heard a, of the show so before. It is the correct answer. Yeah. By I, those metrics. Uh, Four Christmases uh, circling in the mid 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Very surprising to me. Um, yeah, that's surprising to me as well. This is what I consider to be the uh, Vince Vaughn pinnacle. The golden age of Vince Vaughn playing Vince Vaughn. Um, It it definitely occurs during that golden age of Vince Vaughn. There's a few movies. I think I think I think he's on the other side of the hill of the golden age event. Like, I think the sun is to his back now. I think he's at the I think he's pinnacled and he's now moving. How how far removed is this from wedding? I know we're we're all we're all picturing wedding Uh, crashes. Three years. years. So, yeah, I think Tom might be right. I mean, yeah, but remember, Wedding Crashers was the one that really skyrocketed I to that. I said Tom is right. That's fucking <laughs> so. I guess we're done right. talking about. All right, it. look, Vince Vaughn has made a career out of just playing Vince Vaughn, and I respect the yes. shit out of that. Like, oh, I yeah. I like that him and Ryan Reynolds. Well, here's the thing: him and Ryan Reynolds both. I bet if you met them are probably very personable and charming yes, people. And I would think so. It makes sense that they would just play themselves yeah. on screen. And they've really they've really passed each other on the mountain. Coming oh, up yeah. and going down. Because yeah. Ryan Reynolds was in a, a bit of a glut at this time. I mean, things weren't, other than waiting, he didn't. Oh, sure. You, you yeah. know, Deadpool seriously resurrected him as, right. a, as a leading and he's, man. And he's, he's still a year away from uh, the proposal at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're not even talking about definitely maybe territory at this point. The proposal's so fucking good. 
I love definitely maybe. Mm. Anyway, I love Four Christmases. I saw Four Christmases in the theater, and a lot of this was because I have experienced Four Christmases. I have done this process. I uh, am a child of divorce, and I have uh, I have dated somebody uh, long term that was also a child of divorce. So we had to do that. So that alone brought me in in the beginning. Right. Um, I came for the Four Christmases. I stayed for Vince Vaughn. And John and Favreau. You, and then you came for Vince. And John, John Favreau and Tim McGraw. <laughs> the yeah, greatness. Brothers John Favreau and Tim McGraw. <laughs> Which is fantastic, by the way. John Favreau looking amazing. Yeah, John yeah. Favreau is cut. He's, he looks like an is, MMA fighter. Yeah. Yeah, this is like his, his replacements uh, era where he was just like a massive dude. Well, yeah, but the replacements was 10 years before this. Was it really? I Re- thought it was closer than that. I okay. think the replacements was like late nineties. I think, and I this think, is like two thousand nine. I thought it was like early aughts for some reason. Anyway, no, I think yeah, the replacements is in two thousand, and Four Christmases mm-hmm. is two thousand eight. So there's a good eight years of him being able to get fat. Also, this is the two thousand eight is uh, Four Christmases and Iron Man came out for for John Favreau. Oh That's shit! True. Yeah, like. Where does this man have his time? Did he think he was going to be an Iron Man? <laughs> Did he think he was Iron Man? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he is an he Iron Man. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. the bodyguard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I love this movie. Uh, I like the cast is insane. Like the cat, when you look at the cast and you're like, okay, but it's, it keeps amping up when you meet the parents to the point where like the stepdad is one of the stepdads is Dwight Yoakam playing a, like a, 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 an evangelist. I'm always happy yeah. to see Dwight Yoakam in a movie. And the other, one of the other stepdads is fucking Vince Vaughn's old best friend. Who's the guy that played Sue in swingers. Oh yeah. I feel like this movie was the first time I had seen Sissy Spacek in years. Right? Sissy Spacek. John Voight is like the the voice of reason in the whole movie in the end. That's a real. You no, tell he's that, acting. That, that's was, acting. That, was a, that was an interesting thing to watch uh, in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I know what this I know what this fourth Christmas is going to be like. It's going to be a lot of yelling and then people not talking to each yeah. other for a year. Yeah, it's like that's like. Uh, like randy quaid showing up to give solid advice <laughs> you're like i don't know if i want to necessarily listen to you anyway um but yeah a robert duvall playing a real son of a bitch robert duvall yeah. at his peak robert duvallness yeah just being a mean toxic old man yeah just a real um, son of a bitch so i forget do reese I, witherspoon cute as a button reese witherspoon's this? great she's she's more of a vessel of like plot delivery than a character in this does it seem like Vince Vaughn just really kind of like outshines her. I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. She's got some moments. She has great moments, but it, I mean, it's I mean, hard it's when Vince, it's Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. He's yeah. going to like eat up every scene well, he's in. I, I would say, I mean, do we go, should we go like relative plot points or do you want me to just go in everywhere? Okay, well, so. well, here's what we normally do is we have you give us a pre, a brief plot description of the film and then we just kind of talk about it in, right. in a more general sense. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll give a plea, a, gre- a brief pro- plot description. You know, like on that other episode you were on. Yeah. Uh, that was a while ago. Um, <laughs> that was weeks ago. Nobody can remember that. <laughs> Nobody can remember that. Uh, John Favreau was fat back then. <laughs> uh, what? It, uh, so Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon are a, uh, a wealthy, yuppie couple in San Francisco. Yuppie. Uh, they make, uh, they're, they're dinks. They're, they're very well off. Um, they, uh, double income, no kids. I don't know if I just... Yeah, I was about to say, what, were you just like, was that an attack on their character? He's right past that. And I thought that you were just kind of like dunking on them with like some third (laughs) grade insult. What what does that mean? It's uh, (laughs) double income, no kids. It's a, it's that was like a big thing in the nineties. So I have literally never heard that term. You want to know where I heard that in the first time in the uh, Marvel comics, uh, bullpen thermometer in a comic book. Oh, yeah. Remember, I remember those. Remember that? And it would be like, what's cool and what's hot? That's yeah. where I read it first. Anyway. Um, well, well were, were Dinks cool or were Dinks hot? They were hot. They were at the top. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Marvel loves a good Dink. <laughs> um, <laughs> no kids for Marvel. So, so they're basically, they, they are both children of divorce. And they live their life being like, we're not going to get married. We're not going to have kids. We're just going to be, we're going to cohabitate. We're going to live. We're going to love. 
we're going to live, we're going to laugh, we're going to love. Sure. You know, they're a great couple. They function really well. They're very cute. They do a little like social role play. It's very cute. They want to avoid their parents. They go on vacation. They're going to Fiji. Uh Uh-oh. The fog in San Francisco has caused everything to close down. Oh, no, Jeff. What's going to happen? Well, I'll tell you what. They're just going to have to go tomorrow, except the local news puts them live on the air saying, what are you going to do now that you're stuck at the airport? Guess who sees it? Mm, I bet the parents see it. Four sets of parents see that shit. All four. They're all they're all watching local news at the exact moment. <laughs> so now San Francisco local news, no less. <laughs> and yeah. one channel specific, one of the three specific <laughs> local news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is they I guess we have to see our families. Hijinks ensue. Uh, they, we live a little. We love a little. We learn a little. We sure do. We have mm. conflict. We laugh a little. Does that conflict get resolved? I think it does. We get different. (laughs) I'm sorry. Keep going. I would say we get uh, very different settings for every parent. They're all so very different. How could you expect that? How would that ever happen? Who would have seen it coming? Who could have seen that every different Christmas would be drastically different than the others? It's really shocking when you see it unfold Mm -hmm. on screen. Uh, It's yeah, it's, it's, it's a tightly constructed farce. (laughs) Um, I would say. I didn't hate this movie. Good, and I, uh, I, I, I legitimately laughed at uh, a few, a few things, like a few parts of this movie made me laugh. Um, but it, it, it has that frustrating thing to me where, like, I w- something that interested me early on was, uh, like Jeff mentioned, it's like, oh, they are like they're like a pretty good couple. They like they function really well together, and then they randomly just don't which kind of was like frustrating to me. Like oh. they, they just don't for the sake of creating a conflict well, for the film. I would say I'm going to put it out this way. Um, as somebody who has experienced this, it is massively stressful. And oftentimes oh, yeah. during these stressful periods, the people around you bring out the worst in you because they're very frustrating and it's very hard to deal with. And so you end up some, and not, this is obviously just a written fiction, but like for me, like sometimes you're wound up so tight and somebody and like your partner might be like, Hey, you need to relax. And you're just like, don't fucking tell me to relax. You know, like I've been dealing with this for so long. You don't know. And there is a thing that happens very early on at the first Christmas they go to that I think kind of, uh, is the, the catalyst for them not getting along as well. And it's, it's when she finds out his real name is Orlando. Yeah. And, Like, if you've been with someone for that long and they haven't even told you their real name, one, it's unlikely you wouldn't have found that out at some point. Yeah. You've probably filled out some documents in proximity to each other. But I, I feel like that was the that's the, the thing reason that they didn't mad. get along. And, and yeah. he's reacting like, I just got the shit kicked out of me and now you're giving me shit for yeah. not telling you a name that I hate and legally changed forever ago. Well, that's not my name. Right. My name is Brad. That's why I changed it. And why do you need to know that I had a different name? Like, why is that? Is that are you going to put that in your book? In your fucking book? You're going to put book. that in your thriller? Like, I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. Like, that's not information you need. So to give me shit after my ape brothers just beat the shit out of me, and my dad called me a, a homo the entire time or whatever. Like, he's really like yeah. everyone's calling him a Mary, and they're shitting on him. Yeah, and she's just like not helping. That's true. So, and that, so like, not only is she not helping and not being, you know, I mean, she's like, well, you got to stand up for yourself. He's like, they're fucking cage fighters. She's like, you're bigger than them. He's like, they're cage fighters. <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, that's like, you're twice their size. It's like, no, I'm taller than they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. And, and we weigh the same. What does that tell you? <laughs> and then that's, I think that's kind of my issue because it's, like you, you said that the the stress of, of this experience Dude, is like you know, visiting you your, your so shitty tight, family is yeah. going to bring out the worst in you, but like it, it, it's like the opposite is what happens. Like his shitty family makes her kind of behave like an asshole, and then her shitty family makes him behave like an asshole. So it's like it's like the wrong person is behaving badly well, in those situations. I, Do you know? Do I you think, get what I mean. I think that happens because when. Each when each character is placed with their own family, they become the sympathetic character. So then the other person yeah. is going to be sort of put under the magnifying glass of not being the sympathetic character. And well, what I saw it as is them getting something from that different family that they don't get from their own family. Yeah. Like oh, Vince, yeah. Vince Vaughn shows up to his Christmas and gets 
beat up by a bunch of surly dudes and then goes to her Christmas and it's just this like loving environment. And I I felt like it was kind of that, like they were getting something from each other's family. Yeah, that is, that is also true. Also coming out, coming out in kind of a a shitty way. In no, also there's a random, very uncharacteristic scene where Vince Vaughn tells a, a kid that there's no Santa and he's like, what, you don't know there's no Santa? And he's like, there's no real reason for that. Right, because he's not, he's it's out of character. Like it's absurd, but like the, the kid's not like 13. Yeah, he's the like, kid's eight. like eight. Yeah, yeah. very young. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he probably might still believe in Santa. Like, I think the older, awesome. I think the older kid was the son from the Righteous Gemstones. Really? Yeah. And from the uh, highly underrated remake of National Lampoon's Vacation. Um, I... I, I unimportant detail that, that I feel like just derailed the entire discussion. Have here. you done a best bad movie ever on vacation? No, it's yet? vitally important. Of course I have. No, you did. No, he absolutely did. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, it's like your favorite movie. I love it um, so much. So they go to the Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall's house is is uh, basically a a haven for toxic masculinity. They accidentally over purchase because they didn't know there was a ten dollar gift limit, and they show everybody up, which is shitty. It is, but, but Vince Vaughn also says he wasn't told. But, yeah, he's oh. yeah he didn't know. So. Okay, so he gets they they overspend. They get the kid an Xbox and shit like that, and then they're all mad. And it's just like, well, yeah. you didn't tell us. And then they they could be like, fair enough, but they're a house full of assholes. So I was like, no. And then Tim like, McGraw gets his kid a flashlight. Yeah, yeah uh, he does. <laughs> so then, um, then he gets uh he gets out uh what's what's uh. They got him a dish network. Yeah. And he's satellite like, dish. And he's like, I don't want this. It's a fun scene. And they're like, but you have it now. And he was like, I, I don't want it. And they're like, they really kind of. Yeah. They're and really the, pushy about it. And uh, there's an important moment here where Reese Witherspoon <clears throat> manages to calm down uh, 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 his niece, his niece, John Favreau's daughter with what's her name? Who's amazing. Uh, I can't uh, think of her name. It, She's in Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Katie Mixon. Yeah. Ah, she's, she's great. Fantastic. Uh and that that sets off a uh, a thing in Reese Witherspoon's yeah, head. She's like, oh, maybe I like the baby. Maybe and then I she, like and the then, baby. And then she smashes its head on a door. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Give me my baby. <laughs> she beats up so many kids in this Yeah, movie. she fucks up a lot of kids. Yeah. She beats the shit out of a lot of kids. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> The Reese Witherspoon we've, been, we've all been clamoring for. It's the Reese Witherspoon movie I've always wanted. Um, Just wailing on some shitty kids. So next, they're, they're like, get out. they Because uh, there's a fucking hijinks ensue when he's trying to put up the dish and his brothers won't help and they're being assholes. He falls down. The wires are fucking pulling everything off, destroys the family room. He falls off the fucking roof and then he goes mistletoe, which is their I did laugh word. pretty hard. When the TV gets pulled all the way through the living room, smashes in the ceiling, and then <laughs> falls apart on the carpet and just catches fire. Like it's junk pile pieces just catch fire. <laughs> it was pretty solid. It's good. It's it's very well done. Then we're gonna yeah, move over I to mean, it's it's not bad. We're gonna we're gonna move over to Mary Steenburgen's house. What a smoke mm-hmm. show she is. Fine ass Mary Steenburgen. Man. Man. Still Mrs. Ted Danson. Right? Right. That's why she can pull it down, man. Get it, Mary Steenburgen. You don't get Ted Danson by not looking like that for the rest of your life, man. Right? Silver Fox, man. <laughs> mm. Mm. Give me some of that Ted Danson, too. <laughs> um, so have, basically, have you seen the good place? <laughs> yeah, he looks great. Yeah, um, he looks great. Reese is like, by the way, this place is a cougar den. He walks in, and it's just these women fawning over him. He's a big, strong, strapping man. It's the world of testosterone. Her brother-in-law is this kind of dickless dude playing on the Wii. playing he's video playing, games he's playing so they're, Wii. So they're playing we and she puts the kid in a uh christian chenoweth yeah yeah uh, puts the puts the kid in his lap and he just doesn't even look and then she's like he's so great with kids and vince vaughn <laughs> gives her this like he gives her this vince vaughn gives a series of looks in this sequence of the house where in this sequence of the movie in 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 uh reese witherspoon's mother's house i was watching this movie i'm like oh i see why jeff likes this movie because this is like vince vaughn is he throw like 
I, I feel like Vince Vaughn is playing Jeff in this sequence. Of the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just the way he reacts to certain things. Like when, when Graham Graham is like, I think I can pleasure uh, Milt more with my hand and with my mouth. And he just kind of looks up from the, the, the candy <laughs> jar. <laughs> That's yep. Excuse me. You want, you want, me, you want me to follow that? You want me to follow Graham Graham? <laughs> you want me to follow Graham Graham and the hand stuff? That's Vince Vaughn really in his wheelhouse. It should so in yes. moments like that. Yeah. Um uh, there and like basically what it really comes down to is uh Reese's she gets vomited on by a baby. Uh also uh there's a whole thing where Vince Vaughn keeps trying to not stare at Kristen Chenoweth's tits. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's just like look he keeps being like, oh he's like like, damn it uh, the baby vomits on reese witherspoon she's got to go put on some of her old clothes that suck um and then while she's doing that she pisses she finds a pregnancy test pisses on it hijinks ensue with her shitty niece right her niece, yeah her ass go ahead i was just saying like it's like the, the kid steals the uh the pregnancy test for like no kids just bursts into the bathroom and steals the pregnancy test for no like conceivable reason yeah um reese witherspoon just for jokes doesn't yeah. at all say hey get out of here i'm using the bathroom yeah this is just like, like let's talk yeah it's like honey yeah. <laughs> i'm pissing on a stick yeah get the fuck out i pissed on this and then lets the kid snatch it yeah man hit the mm-hmm. kid but um <laughs> so but basically vince is finding out that she used to be like a big fat loser when she was a kid and that she was a, a partial lesbian growing up like she didn't think she was a lesbian but apparently she was in a long-term relationship yeah that that i feel like that's a moment that wouldn't get written if they made this movie now yeah Um, that's that maybe because because his react like the like the way they're selling it is like it's really shocking almost disturbing information that she maybe had a girlfriend once i think it's 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 more because and I'm not saying I'm offended no, by it, but, but I but I don't like, think they would write it but that if, way if now. You're, say your say your girlfriend is mad at you because you changed your name, and then you find out that she had a well, relationship with a completely exactly. Gender, yeah. you'd be like, how come that didn't uh, how come that didn't come up? That's and something. I, I, that's something. I think I that's like why. Like that's why they wrote it in. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. Like I don't think it's it's not meant to be sort of offensive. It is for gags. The idea that it was like that because like clearly the way her they describe this other woman is that she was very butch. Yeah, there is a great moment where they show a picture of Reese Witherspoon as a kid, and he goes, "You're sure that's not a boy named Bjorn?" <laughs> um. Kid takes a stick and she chases into the bouncy house, which she has a phobia of because she was bullied in a bouncy house as a kid. And then she tries to get the stick. The kids, Who are all those kids? Neighborhood kids. Okay. They're all the neighborhood kids. It's Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't they be home? Are these all orphans? Uh, regardless, kidnap those that kids. Christmas, those kids get whipped by Reese Witherspoon. They sure do. Fucking dicks in the dirt beat down by Reese Witherspoon. Well, she she overcame her phobia. She had to. And then she's like, yells at the kid. She's like, that stick that's in your mouth, I peed on it. <laughs> you stupid little I just, bitch. I just, I, I'd have said that first. Yep. I wouldn't have gone with the marker thing. I'd be like, oh, I peed on that. You yeah, don't want to touch that. The minute she grabbed it. Yeah. That's got my piss. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Ooh, drop that. Piss. That's soaked in piss. The stick is piss. <laughs> that's soaked in me piss. <laughs> so you like piss? I don't know what character that is, but piss. I like it. I felt like it was Vincent Vincent Price, like Christmas time Vincent Price. <laughs> Christmas piss. Christmas Price. <laughs> Vincent Christmas. We can go all day with this. We can do Christmas, it. Yeah, yeah, we can. Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> but I think I'll piss this one this year. So, okay. Uh, basically, Reese is like, get me the fuck out of here. Um, they leave and they're going to Vince Vaughn's mom's house next. Which is probably, I'd say the it's the quickest, it's the shortest one. Yeah, it's the shortest little spot where they go, and it's it's they go and they meet Sissy's Basic, who's his mom, and she's very she's a super hippie stoner, like yeah. And you know. I I do honestly feel like this was the first time I saw her in a like at the time, like yeah, she wasn't doing I, a ton. She of stuff. she she had been in a hot rod the year before. Oh, okay. So you didn't. So. See you're wrong. <laughs> um, I fucking love hot rod. It's, it's, the best. it's a great movie. Um, <clears throat> so 
they like come back in and then there's this great scene where her husband is fucking Vince Vaughn's old best friend and he's doing a lot of like dad shit. He's like, Hey guys, how yeah. was, can I get you <laughs> gas? Hey young lady. It's like, can I get your gas money? And it's like, they're the same. They're clearly the same age. And he's just like, he's like, Hey man, I'm not trying to be your dad. I'm trying to be your friend. He's like, well, actually you were my friend. You were my best friend. Uh, we were friends for quite some time until you started banging my mom. It's a really great, yeah, that that guy's got to be really good friends with Vince Vaughn because they worked on Swingers together. Because that, oh, that probably dude, yeah. that dude was the guy that pulls the gun, Sue. In yeah, I don't, I don't remember Swingers Patrick, that well. Patrick Van Horn. I yeah, mean. and like I mean, they're they're clearly like they're yeah. clearly tight to have him in uh, shows. Like I I think I've only seen it's like you know those guys that Sandler brings on, and you're like I only yeah. see these guys in Sandler movies. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure like Vince Vaughn and Favreau and Patrick Van Horn and Ron Livingston were all friends uh, and actors trying to make it in in L.A. at the same time. Yeah. So I think Favreau wrote all those parts specifically for all of his buddies. Yeah, that's sort of like when Sandler <clears throat> just is like, I'm going to get my guys some money. So he just yeah. throws him in a movie. It's nice of him. It's, yeah. it's, it's historically <laughs> gonna, accurate make, for Adam Sandler. My buddy, uh, grandma's boy. We had uh <laughs> Uh, comedian Ben Glebe, who's also running for president right now on the podcast, and he mentioned that uh, Kevin Smith just because they're friends, like writes him a bit part in every Kevin Smith movie. That's so nice of him. Yeah, like why wouldn't you do that for your friends? I guess right. Yeah, you're like, yeah. hey, you want to make uh, make like, a few bucks? You want to make forty thousand dollars? Exactly. Like here you go. Um, uh, so they go and and she was like, oh, and and. You know, Reese Witherspoon sent us all these games to play and they play Taboo. And in what might be the funniest, one of the funniest parts of this movie, they're playing Taboo. And this one really, this one plays to me really hard because I'm very competitive. (laughs) And you're right when, Tom, when you're like, I feel like the Vince Vaughn character is pretty much Jeff in this situation because I am 100% Vince Vaughn in this where I'm like trying to explain like, no, 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 you want to do the, you. This is how you do the best. Like it's yeah. not fun. Like I don't have fun playing yeah. games with people because I'm just like, no, no, you're not doing it right. Yeah. It immediately makes everything tense. Well, I'm just like, <laughs> just- but like, uh, and also my, uh, my, when Vince Vaughn, I mean, when John Favreau and his wife are playing, and they're just like dropping one word hints and they keep nailing it and they get like 18 points or something. John Favreau in this scene, like all together (laughs) is fucking great. Cause he's just eating a chicken wing like fucking glaring eating chicken wings, but like sucking the meat off the bone. It's gross. Super gross. (laughs) Yeah. And just glaring at Vince Vaughn the whole time. (laughs) And then just murders yeah at taboo my ex-wife and i used to do that in taboo we would we would murder like we'd beat everybody by like i don't think i've ever played it we just had that that weird like you have those inside connections where yeah you kind of with taboo it's best to like not play with somebody you really know because or because then like you get weird inside it's like pancakes like this morning pancakes or some shit you know yeah Anyway, uh, Vince Vaughn freaks out on his mom because she keeps like buzzing him and it's a whole weird th- and he's like, I'm trying to explain it. It's actually very well written. That's actually the, a really well written chunk of dialogue right there. Well, one of the, the things I because I was watching this just happened to be on TV last night also. So, AMC. yeah, as I was uh, getting ready to record. I watched uh, that's that scene actually is the scene that I watched before I recorded last night. And I was mentioning to the guests who were here this movie. If you read the book, Save the Cat, which is a very famous uh, movie script writing book. This movie is mentioned so much in Save the Cat as like an example of a well-written, well-constructed film. And I don't know if it was even out yet i think the script had just been floating around i mean it might have been but I, I i feel like that book predates the movie i'm not sure i mean it very well could uh i'm trying to look it up right now what year was this uh 2005 uh and this movie came out in 2008 yeah so before this movie even came out, it was being used as an example of a well-written movie which is another reason the the Rotten Tomato score surprises me. Like I always was under the assumption that this was a pretty well-respected movie and watching it again, just 
now, hours ago, I didn't really see anything that made me. I think it's just think differently. I think it's very formulaic of the two actors. It's like it's like they independently Reese Witherspoon independently made a Reese Witherspoon movie and Vince Vaughn independently made a Vince Vaughn movie and they happen to meet in the middle. They're both bringing their A game. Yeah, I mean they sure do. They do. Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon is great in this too. Wait, did we skip church? Did church happen yet? Church is great. They go to to church. They go to where Dwight Yoakam is the preacher. They go to the mega church. Yeah, they get pulled into the play. They get volunteered (laughs) for the play and like. Vince Vaughn is like, I've never done this before. He's like really nervous. And he ends up basically consuming the entire show. He, Cause like Reese Witherspoon sucks at acting and she can't deliver her lines. Well, so he's he, also got the swaddling cloth on his belt. The one she needed uh, to finish her scene. He had it hanging from his oh, belt. Did he? Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think yeah, about yeah, that. He super did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then she's like, I can't do this. I can't swaddle the baby. And he just basically throws her under the bus <laughs> and basically yep. changes the narrative of the nativity so that <laughs> Joseph is the big hero. And he's like, I will take care of this baby, you unfit mother. <laughs> and the congregation is like going wild. It's so fucking funny. And there's like a singing thing and he's like dancing around and having a blast. <laughs> It's yeah, very yeah, Vince it's like Vaughn. A, yeah, it's it's like a remix of Silent Night. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking funny. It's just so like it's so funny because he's such an asshole, at, like in like to her. He yeah, throws, he just throws her under the bus. I so will take funny. care of this baby. <laughs> it's so good. <clears throat> oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's a great scene. Um, there's really the only thing that's left is they go to john voight's yeah. house and that's when they kind of break up briefly Yeah, on the way to john um, voight's house she brings she's she brings up the pregnancy test and he does not react well you pulled the goalie yeah what are you doing you don't yeah understand. yeah yeah he he freaks out on her kind of before she's even able to fully yeah. get her words out um also by and the, then it like i was gonna say like with the with the pregnancy thing like if somebody you are having safe sex with is like I took a pregnancy test. You should just be like, "Oh no, this the one percent just happened." Right? You know, ninety nine point nine. Like you don't immediately it's buy a lottery like, ticket. You're like, "Would you trick me, you whore?" Like you wouldn't actually right. do that. That's right? That's a terrible risk. He he responds in like the worst way, uh, and then also she introduces that in the worst way because again, if you're in a relationship where you're having safe sex with somebody and you start off a statement by saying, "So I took a pregnancy test today." There's only one direction that can go in. Like, yeah. why would you? It's it's weird that she introduces the topic that way, and then he reacts in the worst possible way. Yeah, it's and, and it's, it's a lot of that is because whole, yeah, they're so wound yeah. up. Yeah, a lot of know. terrible decisions being made in that car ride over to John Voight's house. Yeah, another terrible it's decision going to John Voight's house. Influence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's, it's the decision to go to John Voight's house. You know, here. But here's here's the thing I'm gonna say, and and this is I don't know if how this is going to come off but like it's not unbelievable that after the day they're having they're going to be super testy with each other and fucking snap at each other because that's what you do when shit is that stressful and pressured like because like i'm thinking like no you wouldn't act like that to the woman you love it's like mm, you would after that day but i think what like the impression i got from the movie is the the way they had been living prior to Christmas. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really like they lived together. They obviously loved each other or liked each other, but they didn't really know each other because they're not intimate people. They're people who like kind of, they didn't get uh, to the, the nitty gritty of it because yeah. they, they both are kind of fleeing family situations that sort of traumatize yeah. them. Yeah. So now they're in this adult situation where they're like, how about no family shit at all? And we don't like, we don't participate in any of that. And now they're thrown into four separate actual family situations. And all of these things they've never talked about are coming out in weird ways that they probably would have expected had they just been a little closer. Yeah. And, uh, what I'm saying is there's no, no one's really an asshole in this movie. No, it's just that they're, they, yeah, they've been tested and then they're snapping at each other because that's, it's what happens. It's the fucking holidays, man. Like, yeah, you know, how many fucking, how many real Christmases have you had where you haven't been like fucking frustrated with somebody when it's family and you're like, yeah. oh, <clears throat> fuck man, it's racist. I share blood with this <laughs> racist. 
Yeah. We are going to John Voight's house. <laughs> Fucking great. Uh, great. Awesome. It's uh, and then she's like, and he's like, you know, we decided, we said for a long time, like, you know, no kids, no marriage. Like, that's why we're together. And, and she's just like, yeah, I know. And I, I'm changing the rules. And I recognize that. And then she's like, don't even bother coming inside. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you sure you don't want to talk about this more? You just want to. Okay. Yeah. She was clearly testing him a little bit. Cause when he drove off, she obviously wanted him to not drive off. Yeah. Again, there's not like, why no, would you say for me to leave? If you don't want me to leave, I'm going to leave. You tell me to leave. I'm going to go. Yeah. That, see, that's the thing. No one's really wrong. Yeah. Uh, and isn't that what this is all about? Yeah. Isn't that what Christmas is all about? Nobody's wrong except for John Voight. Can't say this enough. John Voight fucking blew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So she gets to John Voight's house and she's like, let me see I'd bear. And then he's like, I'm going to be wise. <laughs> and then he made her take uh, painkillers. And then so she could continue playing in the big game. But Johnny Moxon knows that if she keeps taking those painkillers, eventually she'll be injured for life. Exactly. I think I mixed this up with Varsity Blues. Yeah, that might be Varsity Blues. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which Reese, Reese Witherspoon was the quarterback. Was the quarterback in, 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 varsity, in varsity Blues. blues yeah. yeah, yeah. She didn't want John Voight's life, and now here she is. Simple come mistake. crawling back to John Voight's house yeah. to celebrate yeah. her fourth Christmas of the day. Yeah. Always come crawling back to old John Voight. <laughs> Uh, and then he's like, I'm wise. And, but he basically, you kind of have the implication that he's like a saved man. Is that vibe? I guess. Like, it seems uh, like he's learned yeah. spirituality in AA. <laughs> yeah, a little because bit. He kind of like Something. implies that he was like a lie, a liar. He's been through several marriages and he seems very faithful at the, at the meal. Yeah. That's so true, like yeah. the implication that I have in that is like, this is a guy who's been into something anonymous. Yeah, yes. Yeah, very much so. Some kind of anonymous thing he's been going to because he's very with God. He's dressed like an asshole. So like the like that baby blue sweater with like a collared shirt underneath. Yeah, which, which would imply that he was kind of selfish yes. at one point in his life, which I think is the I think that's the message this movie's trying to send is that even though Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn are living together and they're in a relationship, they're still pretty selfish people who are just kind of concerned about themselves yeah or themselves as the unit yeah which is also like super unhealthy to live within just your own orbit yeah if your christmas tradition is lying to your family i mean that's a problem that's a byproduct of my standard christmas traditions though like it's not like (laughs) the goal but it's like always a caveat yeah um it's gonna happen yeah i don't think you're a bad person i do um <laughs> I do and I hate you. So he goes back to visit his dad because, you know, that's what you want to do. And his dad's just like, Oh, you come back for your balls that you never had, you <laughs> stupid bitch. It's like, <laughs> yeah, sets his dick on fire. <laughs> I guess he like, he like sees what a piece of shit his dad is and it like that makes him have a realization. Yeah. Like his dad's going to give him like advice, but it's like shit. Adv- I forget what the advice it's was. The, uh, I don't even remember. It was like, no, you're a man now. And like, you're so much like me. And he lives in like this fucking shack and well, he's by himself drinking a beer on Christmas day. <laughs> so if, it's like, all right. If I can compare this scene to a scene in another uh, really famous and beloved film, that being uh, Dane Cook's My Best Friend's Girl, there's uh, which I've also done an episode of this podcast about. There's a scene. I'm a Biggs fan of that movie. There, there's a, I <laughs> get that, because Jason Biggs is in it. There's a scene where uh, Dane Cook is telling Alec Baldwin, who plays his dad, like what he did at this wedding. And instead of being horrified, Alec Baldwin's like, <laughs> You're my son. I like it. And Dane Cook's like, oh, fuck. There it is. Now I get it. And yeah, it's kind of the same thing as happening yeah, like, there. Like you see what you could become and you're like, mm. I just wanted to bring up my best friend's girl again. I'll probably watch it again mm. tonight. Oh, yeah, I think you should. Best friend's girl. It's a good movie. Gotta love that. Uh, so then. It is a film. It is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> So then Fred Claus looks into the big portal to look down and see what his girlfriend's up to. Sorry, I blanked out. This okay, so <laughs> what actually <laughs> Sorry, this is different. Um, yeah. It, 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 we, we, and we love bits here. <laughs> 
We do love bits. Love a good bit. We do. It's true. It's true. Um, fucking bit. bit hounds. Mm. <laughs> Mary bit miss. Am I right? Uh, so basically, uh, they, they, they realize like Vince shows back up. He goes back and he's like, Hey, if you want to be, he's ba- he basically is like, you know, if you're going to have one, you got to have two because you know, these are, you know, they're like dogs. You, you got to have one to play with. You can't just leave them alone, you know? And, right. And she's like, are you saying this because you want to, or just because you want, and he's like, what do you, what do you mean? I'm here. Aren't I like, yeah. What the fuck do you think you idiot? You know, when he says that part in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah fucking and then he, and then he shoots her and her and shoots her entire family. Yeah, man. Fucking crazy Christmas. ending. Yeah. It's really crazy ending. Like, Fifth Christmas. And then it cuts to it. <laughs> and then it cuts to his, his dad is dead. In the yeah. Shack. Yeah. Vince left yeah. awake. There was supposed to be a sequel called no Christmas. Yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, they're like, Oh, we actually do love each other. Let's go. And then cut back to one year and six days later. They made a baby. They got a baby. They made a baby. Baby. Little chunky yeah, and baby. And, then, and it's a nice little bookend because they didn't tell their folks that even that Reese was pregnant. And that, then the which, same fucking newscaster bursts into their hospital room and is like, you just had the first new baby of the year. And There's a couple of things that I would do. Number one, I would drill this woman. <laughs> Number two. Well, for one thing, that was a crime. Yeah. That is a huge HIPAA violation. Right, you can't just do that. Um. <laughs> There's also another aspect to that where um, they actually didn't learn much. Nope. Because no, they, no, they didn't learn anything. They didn't tell they're their still- families that they're having a baby. And like having a baby is a semi-dangerous thing. Yeah. Like what if she died? And the family's like, oh my God, how did this happen? She got and- killed by the baby. <laughs> the baby killed her. They're like, what baby? The baby. The baby in a belly. Her belly, she ate a baby. Her belly baby took her out. <laughs> so I felt like they were trying to set up a potential sequel. Yeah. There. And five Christmases because the baby's divorced. <laughs> <laughs> baby's got its own apartment a year later. Yeah. <laughs> One year later. I would kill for a four uh, Christmases sequel now. Yeah. I thought like I it, it, divorced baby. It's been 10 years, man. Let's see what that mm-hmm. 10-year-old shit heads up. Let's do to. 40 Christmases. Let's do 4,000 yeah. Christmases. <laughs> Valerian in the city Forever of 4,000 Christmases. Christmases. Uh, Fred Claus is 7 billion Christmases. <laughs> That's too many Christmases. That's a lot of Christmases. Only Vince Vaughn can do it. Um, so, yeah, that's the general plot of the film, uh, the, 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 the goings-on. If you will, no. That's that was a pretty. That was pretty specifically the plot. That That was was like the specific plot. Yeah, I didn't yada yada anything really. I I said general for some reason. I'm not sure why you did that. You took us through it. I'm thinking (laughs) military. On a journey. (laughs) I'm general plot. (laughs) (laughs) Um. It's it's uh. It's not it's not bad. I I. I am like like Adam. I'm sort of surprised at at the Rotten Tomatoes score. Like, really, it doesn't feel like it's not a great movie, but it didn't feel like it was. Uh, like, I didn't get the sense this movie's awful. Yeah, is it trite? Is that why it's? But it's a Christmas I mean, it's very, movie. What do yeah, they want? Yeah, but with yeah, no cranks, expect? no cranks in this Christmas movie. True. Gotta have mm-hmm. Christmas with at least some cranks. At least one crank. <laughs> at least you need Christmas with a crank. I feel like Tim McGraw could have shown up in Christmas with Christmas with the cranks. So ex- maybe we got that. Covered. I expect Tim McGraw to make a cameo in most Christmas movies. Yeah, right. that makes just sense. He's there. He's just hanging around. He's hanging out at the Hallmark Channel. Y'all need a song for your boyfriend movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm also I'm still like, did you read any of the reviews for this? I normally no, do that. No, no, no I didn't. I didn't. And, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do any of that. None of that shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I get that it like it's a Christmas movie, and Christmas movies are what they are. But I didn't like watching it again. I feel like it holds mm-hmm. up. Like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's. I like it a lot. I, I I enjoy it's it. Fine. I'll put it this way: I uh, have it on DVD. It's not it, like it in the annals of Christmas movies. It's up there for like me. It is. Yeah. yeah, it's not the worst. It is not the worst. But it just does sure. It gets no love. No, it's no prancer. That's for. Uh, it's no prancer. That's what I'm. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but like, you know how there are movies that like came out and then people are just like, oh yeah, that one. That are just like mm-hmm. genuine. Like Mr. and Mrs. Smith to me is like that, where people forgot, oh, yeah. forget about this, and I'm like, 
I fucking love that movie. Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith was great. It's fucking amazing. And it's just like, it's these movies that sort of fall behind the couch. Yeah. And you don't really remember them until you see them. You move the couch and then AMC's on and you're like, oh yeah, Four Christmases. Yeah. I know, I like it. It's my favorite Reese Witherspoon movie, I think. Oh, come on. Walk the line. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I forgot about that. Although I hate Joaquin Phoenix and Walk the Line. Is it because of, <laughs> of his... It's because he made Johnny Cash seem like he had fucking CTE. Like he had a southern I mean, accent. He wasn't stupid. I mean, that's fair, but Johnny Cash. I don't know, man. A genius. You can't. It's, it's, Johnny it's Cash was a. Crap. He was Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was absolutely a I mean, genius. You ever see his interviews where he's just like, "How come nobody ever noticed I just played the same two chords?" <laughs> well, that's different from. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's fair. Seeming like you're fresh off a car accident. I always feel like Chris Christopherson doesn't get enough credit for Johnny Cash. Fuck you. He wrote one song. But that's okay. Okay. <laughs> he, okay. 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 Jesus that's Christ. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. 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 Oh, someone knows Chris uh, Christopherson wrote a couple songs. <laughs> Just one or two. Mm. <laughs> um, I like Four Christmases a lot. I, I, I try to rewatch it every year. Um, it's fun. I think it's it's. I think Favreau is fantastic in it. It's my favorite, aside from Swingers. It's my favorite Favreau and Vaughn joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. Uh, I like the. I think the jokes are good. It doesn't. It does. It's not terribly dumbed down. It's it's fun. It's it's fun for adults too. It's not just like a. I think like it's a actually goofy. a little smarter than people give it credit for. Yeah, because I I do think the. Uh, I don't know. I I regret not reading reviews before this because i can see people questioning the decisions that the characters were making in this movie but because they're not really viewing the movie the right way uh kind of like the Zack snyder classic sucker punch yeah no i i get that totally i get that connection people uh they they see it from being one character's perspective and you really need to watch it yeah understanding it's from another character's perspective so it's a 24 percent on the tomato meter and 47 percent audience score by the way mm. um so that kind of gives you that fucking trump supporters yeah um mm. well i think i think we've made a strong case for it here today that yeah. it is a completely fine movie man npr fucking roasted it <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Gordon's stars are charmless, his script cheerless, and his sterling supporting cast can't seem to figure out what they've been brought on board to do. Okay, see? All right. All right. That's... All ben, right. ben Mankovich said, didn't quite get over the hump. What does that even mean? Ben Lyons mean? says, oh, the hilarity of hating your family on the holidays. Fuck you. Yeah. These yeah. embarrassing... That, James that's, Christopher... That's that people do. James Christopher of the Times UK says these embarrassing truths, indeed the entire film, take a great deal of hard swallowing. The mawkish ending is thoroughly predictable, but it's not quite as ghastly as the ingredients might suggest. My God. What? Did they watch the same movie? What a bunch of fucking haters. It's... <laughs> Did critics of haters. Did you a review of End of Days? <laughs> yeah, it's not the Mueller report. Fucking yeah. relax. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, um, I love Four Christmases. Yeah. It's a good movie. Thank you. It's completely fine. There's, there, I, 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 I laughed several times. Tom just said it's good. Tom loved yeah, it. It's he fine. This is his favorite Christmas it's movie. It's totally fine. It's Tom's favorite Christmas movie, I think, yeah. If not oh, favorite no, no, movie no. of all time. No, it might be Tom's no, my, favorite movie, yeah. My Vince Vaughn, definitely Christmas Tom's favorite actor. is uh, Surviving Christmas, starring Ben Affleck and James Gandolfini. Oh, that's a good choice. Oh, yeah. Though. what's uh, This is going up on Christmas Day. Christmas. Yeah. Jeff, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, I mean, it's still Gremlins. Like, it's always going to be Gremlins, I Mine's think. Mine's Die Hard. Fuck. <laughs> I just said that to make Jeff mad. Mine's Fucking Gremlins 2. supporter. <laughs> Gremlins 2 is a president's Gremlins day. also, you motherfucker. Um, yeah, man. I like I like Christmas. I, I still, I stand by Home Alone. Mm. Like, I oh, still, yeah, no, I if, still watch it. I still enjoy it. Yeah, if we're being serious, my favorites are like Home Alone and like Scrooge um, and like Christmas Christmas Vacation, vacation is Christmas Vacation. The, uh, I love Christmas Vacation is, is my, in my opinion the best of the vacations. Even yeah, I like it more than oh, yeah, than the sure. original. I don't get why everybody and, uh, and and the Black and White Christmas Carol starring Alistair Sim as Scrooge. That movie 
owns. Oh, and the original Black Christmas. Go watch that, everybody. Sure. Yeah, fine. And silent. Have you ever seen Tom? Have you ever seen Black Christmas? The original uh, one? Uh, maybe. It's it predates Halloween by like three years, but for some reason they were like, "Oh, we're making a, a movie about a guy who slashes a bunch of people up. What holiday should we set that around? Christmas." And then Silent Night, Deadly Night, which got taken out in a week. Me and, me and Tom were going to write a radio play version of Silent Night, Deadly Night. We were. <laughs> we totally were. Uh, oh, my mom's getting raped there, see? Oh, my yeah. Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That's, uh, um, which one of your which Which Jack Frost do you prefer? The Michael Keaton one or the Killer Snowman one? Is that what you're yes, asking? that's correct. Wasn't it supposed to be George Clooney? And that's why the snowman it looks was. like that's, George that's Clooney? Why, that's why the snowman looks like George Clooney. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I think that's plenty I, to I, leave. Merry Christmas, with everybody! Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry Christmas! Merry I Christmas. hope I hope everyone is is enjoying uh, the Unpops Twelve Pods of Christmas. We're mm. we're putting up uh, twelve podcasts over the next. Uh, we're in the midst midst of it now. The midst, but over six mm-hmm. days uh, on the Unpops feed, we're putting up a bunch of stuff that you normally only hear on the Patreon. But best Neat. bad movie you can hear everywhere. Yeah, you can. Like right Merry here, fucking right here, though. right now. There ain't no other place. Wake up to history. <laughs> that was anyway. fun. <laughs> oh, I got that. Jesus Jones on the next best bad movie ever. <laughs> we should get like. Oh uh, my god! Uh, <laughs> let's get the Technotronic or EMF or something on there. Mantronics. Oh um, man! So what are we? What are we doing? Plugs? What are we now? doing? Are we promoting plugs. Stopping. <laughs> I think we're being done and letting okay. everyone enjoy Christmas. Everybody have yeah. a good Christmas. Go enjoy Christmas. Check out. Oh, go watch man. Four Christmases. Go watch Four Christmases. It's probably on the TV right now. It's on. It's on AMC. It's on a Just go channel right now. Go yeah. to AMC. Flip it's around. On. You'll find it, and you'll have a good time watching it. Yeah. You Bro. jerk. You little jerk. Yes. Look what you watched, you little jerk. <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, you get plug and uh, stuff, or is it, say watch the uh, listen, listen or watch the sideshow sideshow with Jeff May every other Tuesday. Oh yeah, my yeah, next my next guest is going to be a very special baby. <laughs> You're having a baby it's on? It's the, it's the baby that killed Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, a ten year old killer baby. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Mint on cards the second Friday of every month at Blast from the Past on beautiful Magnolia in Burbank. And don't forget to check out Tom and Jeff Watch Batman on Gamefully Unemployed, which I'm sure Tom can tell you more about. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Um, we got a bunch of exclusive podcasts here that you can check out. And I'm not going to. It's Christmas. I'm not going to lay the rest of it on you guys. Just, just no, go, do it. Give us money. Just go do things. Give us go money. Do it's Christmas. You're supposed to give us money. It's the season of That's giving. True. We're retailers. Money. Here's my Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Venmus. <laughs> um, let's be done. Say okay. goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. We love you.